Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. The Simpsons Mystery Sweepstakes has begun, and people all over the country are choosing 1-800-COLLECT to make collect calls so that they and the person they call can be entered. A nationwide manhunt is on to find out who gunned down Springfield's richest man. We now take you to police headquarters. Calling all cars. This is the chief. Be on the lookout for our latest suspects. The old sea captain. I think Popeye may have had an eye for revenge. Burns, your scurvy schemes will earn ye a one-way passage to the boneyard. It's Simpson, Abraham. This old fossil is known to have the face of a killer. If you can solve the mystery, you could win the prize of a lifetime. A chance to be animated with The Simpsons. Every time you complete a 1-800-COLLECT call, you and the person you call are automatically entered. Or call 1-800-RULES-FOR-YOU for details and alternate means of entry in The Simpsons Mystery Sweepstakes. Keep watching Fox for clues and don't miss The Simpsons season premiere on September 17th to find out who done it and to see if you're a winner. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa, and my guest host for tonight is Stefan Heipel, who was here last week with us. Hi, Stefan. Hi. Can't wait to be doing this again. Oh, my God. This episode's so good. I know. <laughs> so we're going to be re uh, recapping The Simpsons' uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2, and this is the Season 7 opener, which was a, a huge, huge, uh, it had huge ratings. I know that much. Yeah, I didn't, see I don't, I didn't research the ratings, but we're going to see that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I should have done that. The Simpsons always had good ratings, but I think this really, really got everybody watching The Simpsons. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, part one finished 51st with a Nielsen rating of 8.7. The fifth highest rated Fox show of the week. Part two averaged 12.3 million households and a 12.9 Nielsen rating. It finished 16th in the United States in the ratings for the week of September 11th to 17th, 1995, wow. finishing first in its time slot and was the highest rated show on the Fox network that week. It helped the Fox network rank third overall for that week at a time when Fox was usually finishing fourth. Wow. Yeah. Well, think about all the shows that were on Fox. You had 90210, Melrose Place, you know, Party of Five, all those things were on when this episode aired. Can't forget about Married with Children. Married Children. Yeah, that was my, my next thing. Yeah, Married Children. Shout out to everyone from the Married with Children podcast. Yes, hello. L hello, Luigi. And Luigi, uh, who Steven, else? Tyler. There you go. Matt, the, the Aerosmith Annabelle, boys. Chris. <laughs> I love what they call them the Aerosmith boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, uh, so I, I, had a, I had a blast watching this episode again. I hadn't seen it in a while. And I was laughing. I was trying not to wake my kid up while he was napping. It was so funny. It's a good one. It's and so I'm glad good. I rewatched re it because I caught a reference that I'm that is pretty pretty dark. Ooh, I wonder if I caught it too because I uh -huh. was like on the references. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the chalkboard gag. Bart says, "I will not complain about the solution when," and it's probably like a dot 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 kind of thing. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And um, the couch gag, they're all in a police lineup with like the dragnet theme, you know, yep. uh, moving on here. So the episode starts with Smithers, who is hungover. Burns is in his shower, which is funny. And he does like this kind of parody. I, I couldn't figure out what they were what they were making fun of. But I guess on the uh, Wikipedia, it said they're making fun of police squad. And I'm like, that doesn't. No, 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 that can't be. That can't be because. Uh... No, they're making fun of uh, Dallas. The well, well the no, the, second... the, the shower scene was Dallas, but the yeah. the Speedway Squad that was something oh, during else. the dream. During the dream. During the dream, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, and uh, that was just really random. <laughs> you know, that was a weird dream of Smithers. So yeah. we see dreams that Burns is okay. You know, and they're both racing in a in a, in a movie or a show called Speedway Squad in color. <laughs> <laughs> And then he wakes up and he's like, oh, shit, that wasn't a dream. Uh, you know, Burns <laughs> was shot, really was really shot. Um, then uh, 
We go straight to Camp Brockman, and I have this clip. Dozens of people are gunned down each day in Springfield, but until now, none of them was important. I'm Kent Brockman. At 3 p.m. Friday, local autocrat C. Montgomery Burns was shot following a tense confrontation at Town Hall. Burns was rushed to a nearby hospital where he was pronounced dead. He was then transferred to a better hospital where doctors upgraded his condition to alive. Now let's talk to Police Chief Wiggum. Oh, oh hi, Kent. <clears throat> Uh, right now, we are questioning two witnesses who were in the vicinity at the time. Did you see this guy? Was he anywhere near the parking lot when Burns got shot? No, it's no use. He ain't talking. That, that, what that line, Stefan, is so freaking funny. He was pronounced dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he was, he was transferred to a better hospital, and he was pronounced alive. Do you remember, uh, speaking of, like, the hospitals and, like, the good and bad hospitals, do you remember the episode where Marge uh, broke her leg skiing? Yes. And do you remember when Homer's like, I want my wife to get the best care? And then they have, like, a Catholic hospital. He's like, no, no, don't go nuts. And they keep, they keep downgrading <laughs> on the sign on the bus. <laughs> That's what yeah. that reminded me of. Um, okay, so, so, yeah, the only witnesses are Maggie and Santa's little helper. Uh, but everybody's a suspect still. Mm-hmm. So Lisa's recapping the last episode, saying that everybody had a reason to shoot Burns, you know, and she she's right. They all did. And I, you know, I didn't clip some of this because we already we already heard it in the last episode, you know. But right. um, and then Homer has the best line here. I didn't clip it, but kids, as far as daddy's concerned, you're both potential murderers. <laughs> both potential murderers. <laughs> I just love how he kind of like puts a little like like uh loving tone to that, you know. <laughs> Right. It was very, very much a, a Homer line. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, Marge is like, well, the police already have a suspect. It's Mr. Smithers. And uh, and then there's something about the outhouse. He says, I'm going to go use, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he goes out to the, uh, this grandpa. And grandpa yeah. goes out, outside and Homer's like, my tool shed. Hilarious. So uh, he goes, oh, dad. <laughs> And then, um, so Smithers doesn't remember if he shot Burns because he was so drunk. He had like a blackout. Mm-hmm. And he was drunk. Um, the townspeople get together. This was funny. The townspeople get together and destroy the sun blocking machine. They basically like, like get it with, they strap it to the back of all their cars. Mm-hmm. And then they pull it out. And then it falls down a cliff. <laughs> and you hear people scream. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I don't know who says it, but he's like, what town do we just destroy? He goes, Shelbyville. And they're like, yay! <laughs> I love the, the, the rival. I love the, the it's, rivalry. It's great. <laughs> one of the best, you know what I'm going to say, The Lemon of Troy, that episode? Yes. I'm not, yep. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of it, but I love when uh, Millhouse meets his doppelganger and he says, this is what it's like when doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I remember, the part I remember that episode is at the end where they're where he's like more lemonade bart and he squeezes one out of the glass oh yeah and all it up with sugar mm-hmm. that's how i like my lemonade you're right <laughs> so basically so they basically just like you know like put shell they they destroy shelbyville with the sun machine and, and, and wow, that was that thing was easy to take down yeah it was right yeah i mean really anyways um smith this is funny too. Smithers goes to a confession booth and he says, I shot Mr. Birds. And Wiggum is, <laughs> he's the priest. <laughs> that was great. But he's like, wow, this is, there. this really worked. And I was thinking in my head, I said, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. They should do this in real life. Because when, when you know, you, you, you have, you commit a crime and you, you know, it just wears on you so much. Right. You could go tell a priest. But I don't know. I don't think anybody's that stupid, honestly. <laughs> right. I mean, it's funny yeah. how back, you know, back then it was like that was therapy. Yeah. That was yeah. the closest thing you had before therapy was a thing. Yeah. Um, also, another ref- a reference here is where he said, where Smithers said, you know, I tried to march in the St. Patrick's Day parade. <laughs> yes. Do you understand that reference? I read about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was banned or something. The gays were banned from that. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they at least for New York City, oh. um, they would not allow, they did not allow, allow a, a gay Catholic group to march wow. until 2016. What? After the, and it was only after the, uh, 
the major beer companies uh, boycotted it for the New last York? two years out of protest. Yep. Wow, that really surprises me. I mean, it's, you know, Catholic tradition and, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not Catholic. My husband is. But, yeah, they have some crazy traditions, I, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like not believing in birth control. That one's weird. I don't mm-hmm. know about that one. Well, that's a whole other topic. Right. Dave Shutton, Springfield Daily Shopper. Who are you? Where are you going? No, do your research, Shutton. Uh, Kent Brockman, Channel 6 News. How does it feel to be accused of the attempted murder of your boss and mentor? Can't I? I feel about as low as Madonna when she found out she missed Tailhook. I'm going to say, ouch, for Madonna. Hey, that's my Madonna gag. That guy stole my gag. And you stole it from last Friday's episode of Pardon My Zinger. Stole, made up, what's the difference? <laughs> Mr. Smithers must have seen that program too. He never misses it. Mm. At the town meeting, he mentioned that he watched Comedy Central. I made sure to note that, as it seemed quite unusual. Ye gods! To the police station, Krusty! I am Melvin Van Horn, and this is my associate, Herschel Krustovsky. Hey, hey. Officers, you have arrested an innocent man. Really? Oh, jeez. All right, Colossus, you're free to go. But stay away from Death Mountain. But all my stuff is there. <clears throat> I was referring to Waylon Smithers. Mr. Burns was shot Friday at 3 p.m., the very time that Smithers was at home watching Pardon My Zinger. So you see, he couldn't have done it. <gasps> yes, you're right. I remember now. I, I watched that entire show. In fact... I left the town meeting early so I could get home in time. I gotta run or I'll miss the opening rank out. I would get out of my break, Slow down. The sidewalk's for regular walking, not for fancy walking. Out of my way. I'm in a hurry. You simmer down, I'll let you go. So, instead of wounding an evil old man, I may have killed an innocent old man. So, okay, so let's talk about Tailhook. I had never heard of this before. Me neither. Okay, I was very curious. So I Googled it and I was kind of sorry that I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I'm going to share my information and you can kind of add, you know, if you need to. But I have here, um, I looked it up. The Tailhook scandal was a military scandal in which the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps aviation officers were alleged to have sexually assaulted up to 83 women and men mm-hmm. in the Las Vegas Hilton. And this went from September 5th to September 8th, 1991. Yep. And and the, the Madonna thing, I was like, well, how does she fit into that? Well, she was very promiscuous. And I guess they just said, did they pick the sluttiest person or whatever? <laughs> At well, the and, time. and this and this was also uh, uh was this around the time too when she was you know, in the very publicly abusive relationship with Sean Penn. Oh, no, no, that was the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was I around thought... the time when she was starting to do a Vita. This is, a, this is way after, you know. No, her... I mean, I mean, was, was it, yeah, because I, I thought it was also tying into how, you know, she enjoyed, you know, abuse or whatever. Okay, maybe. See, that's a part I couldn't find. So did you find any okay. information on Madonna? Yeah, I figured it was I was either what you said and uh-huh. or the, you know, you know, the fact that she like quote unquote may have enjoyed at least yeah. you know, some people some people may have viewed she enjoyed being abused, you know, because she was in that abusive relationship. Yeah. Abusive marriage with Sean Penn. Yeah. And then of course Krusty's like, he stole my gag. <laughs> right. And they um, you know, yeah, well, Madonna, you know, in that the time she had the the sex uh coffee table book. Yeah, that was like in ninety one yeah around the time of this <laughs> a tail hook yeah yeah interesting yeah. and t- tail hook tail hook is an example of why i do not believe in universal you know hero worship of the military yeah they're not all great they're no. not all great i agree well, no not i mean every every group yeah has you know well, everybody yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, that's neither so, here nor there yeah but it's funny because i've watched this so many times and i'm like i never bothered to look that up until now now that i died a podcast on this episode i didn't hear what he said i had to like turn oh, on the closed caption um, no no i i didn't i didn't hear tell oh, like, like I, he kind of muffled it i had to like turn on the closed caption no he did he did muffle it he said something like that yeah. better than madonna when she found out 
she well, she missed she missed tail she missed hook. Hook, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I had to turn the closed cap and I had to like rewind it because like the, the bar was there and it blocked what it said. I had to do like three times. <laughs> Damn it, I want to find this out. I know. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Krusty's pissed and, and then and then Sideshow Mel says, you stole that joke from part of my zinger, which cracked me up. We were, <laughs> we were just talking about that in the last episode. We're like, is this a real show? So um, part of my zinger must be uh, a parody of something in real life. I, I just don't know what it is. Maybe whose line is it anyway? Probably. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Wait, was that show on? It was on around this time, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I also noticed that ja- um, Jasper, um, uh, Saito Mel has uh, a last name. We never knew what it was. Mm-hmm. What it was now, though. It's in my clip. <laughs> Mel Van Horn. That's what it was. Melvin yep. Van Horn. Then he has like this British accent. It's just funny. Um, so basically, Smithers realizes that he shot somebody, but it was Jasper, the old dude. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that says, oh, the sidewalks for whatever. He's, he's the old dude in The Simpson that is not Abe Simpson and not Hans Molman. Right. Hans <laughs> Molman is, I'm 30 years old. That's a funny one, too. Oh, my gosh. Lisa, uh, see if, I'm going to see if you caught this. This was a clue. Okay. Lisa and, and The Simpsons, are, they're in the living room talking and lisa you know they're saying oh well you know who was it you know you never know you know it could be somebody from your family and maggie pops her head up out of nowhere did you notice that i did not okay you gotta go back and check and with the prime suspects cleared and found completely innocent we must now ask ourselves who could possibly be as bloodthirsty as Wayland smithers I guess it's never the most likely suspect. Actually, Mom, in 95% of cases, it is. The rest of the time, it's usually some deranged lunatic who did it for no reason. Hey, I had a damn good reason. He could never remember my name. Who the devil are you? Well, I don't think anyone in this family is capable of attempted murder. You never know what you're capable of. I never thought I could shoot down a German plane, but last year I proved myself wrong. Nancy Drew says that all you need to solve a mystery is an inquisitive temperament and two good friends. And I've got an inquisitive temperament. Maybe I could help solve this. I think you're a little young to be investigating an attempted murder. Why don't you try to solve the mystery of who put that mud in the freezer? Who wants chocolate ice cream? So yeah, did you, so you didn't notice Matt. So yeah, Maggie just, she's like, she's seen for a second in the very beginning of the scene. And then grandpa says, oh, like he's trying to think of something and Maggie pops her head up. It's hilarious. Mm. Um, Good catch. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know how I caught that. Um, so then I have a clip here and uh, it's the one that where Marge says something like, um, uh, Oh, it might be the, 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 um, actually, I think the clip is where Maggie pops her head up, but mm. she basically says something like, um, actually, mom, in 95% of the cases, it is the most obvious person. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and that's interesting. Let's talk about that. Cause you're a true crime fan. I'm a true crime fan. And, um, it, I don't know think, about that. Really? Well, I, thought, I mean, how do you, how do you define obvious? Well, it's always like the husband. When it's a, a wife missing, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's always, a, I, I, and there's actually a podcast called, it's always a husband. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and I just kind of, I've, I've been, you know, I was, I was watching all these true crime and listening to all the true crime podcasts thinking it was like somebody that always, that was close to them. A, I mean, typ- typically. Yeah. Usually. Or, yeah. or, or, um, a lot of unsolved crime, unsolved murders, I've come to the conclusion, are um, uh, uh, it usually involved some kind of third party working with someone close to them, like a contract killer. Yeah, like yes, yes, like yeah. a hitman. Yeah, mm-hmm. that covered their tracks, so you know. Yep. The person was able to get off scot free because they had an ironclad alibi. I can think of a few of those. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, yeah. Did you, that's did you ever watch the? The uh-huh. Unsolved Mysteries, um, one of the new ones on Netflix, where it was like the, the, the asshole that like, he, there was a woman, it was her, her son, the woman was a hairdresser in the small town, uh-huh. and she went missing, uh-huh. 
mm-hmm. and then turned up dead six months later. Wait, the hair, and, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and then the guy, like, the guy was like, oh, that morning she went missing. I, you know, drove there. I drove, you know, to the, you know, pl- I drove uh, wherever, and I, I got, I drove to work, got gas. I had the, re- I had the receipt to, it's like, re- you printed out the receipt that day. Mm-hmm. Really. Um, and then he ended like he was sleeping. He had her ashes, and he <gasps> slept with them next to him in bed. Oh, <gasps> oh. How is that unsolved? He right. killed her. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so um, Lisa goes to the police with her suspect chart, and they immediately, for some reason, like she goes over all the characters, you know, who could do it, like liquor connoisseur, Barney Gumble, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> bartender, Mo Sizzlet. And uh, so, so for some reason, they immediately suspect Tito Puente. For, I don't know why. They just right. go right to Tito Puente. And he didn't do anything. I mean, all he did was just, they just cut the, what, the music program. You know, he what, he didn't even start yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he showed up kind of conveniently. And yeah, all. exactly. No, I don't, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's a random guest to have on there. Revenge, of course. But why wound his body with bullets when I could set his soul afire with a slanderous mumble? Listen, if you will, to my revenge. Uno, dos, tres. Long, but an insulting song Burns will always carry with him So I settle my score On the Sahasa floor With this vengeful Latin rhythm Burn Con el corazón de perro Señor Burn El día believe you're innocent. Gee, I hope all the suspects this much fun. <laughs> so, Stefan, I translated this. Um, some of the, the very last uh, um, lyrics of the song is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I know some Spanish, my husband's Spanish, but I, this is the best I could do with my Spanish. <laughs> um, with the heart of a dog is one of the things you say. The devil with money and mm-hmm. by old man. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's Viejo. It, it's actually not old man, but I'm just going to say old man. It's, it should be Viejo, hombre, or whatever, you know, but... Uh, well, well, can't you do, like, like a lot of times, vie, like, Viejo or Vieja, mm-hmm. the old woman? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't ask my husband about this one, but I'm just kind of guessing that that's kind of what, yeah. what it's saying. And it's kind of funny, the devil with money. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. So I love at the end of the clip where <laughs> Wiggum's all like, yeah, I wish all our suspects were this much fun. fun. <laughs> and then he also says, I immediately believe you're innocent. Oh my gosh. He is the worst cop, isn't he? Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> I, I can think of so many episodes where he was like such a terrible cop, but we won't <laughs> go there because we'll just go on another rabbit hole. Right. So then and they just keep going to all these people. So then they go to Skinner. And what was that whole thing where he was like, um, let me see. Like he's like saying everything really slow. Is that because he no, it's just that he was boring oh, compared very. to Tito Fuente. <laughs> he was not he was not as fun as right. He was like the total Tito opposite. Fuente. Yeah, so yeah. their hope, you know, so Chief Wiggum's hopes were dashed. Now tell me if this is right, because this is what I got out of it. He tells him he was basically planning to shoot Mr. Burns. Mm. Right? He, he had it planned because he had his gun with him. So I didn't clip this clip, but um, this, this, this part, but basically uh, he goes to the bathroom to put on, <laughs> this is so funny. He goes to the bathroom to put on his camouflage makeup, but he accidentally <laughs> brought mother's makeup kit mother's back, instead. And Chalmers walks in on him and he says, oh my God, so funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. And he's got like some serious blush and like blue eyeshadow, hilarious. Oh yeah, it's it's heavy. It's so funny. So I was surprised that like Skinner was planning to shoot him. 
that kind of surprised me. That's mm -hmm. kind of dark. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, then they question Willie. <laughs> we get the Basic Instinct parody. And if you know yeah, the... If you've never seen Basic Instinct, oh, you're missing out. Such a good movie. Shut this off and watch it. Right. It's, I, I it's agree. So good. It might be it's, like a really cheesy summer blockbuster, but God, it's it's so good. Some of it maybe doesn't quite hold up, but it's it's good. You know, it's kind of a like a uh throwback to like Hitchcock films. Yeah, it kind of does. It's kind you of what they what? were trying to go for. This is funny. I used I watched this at a slumber party. Um, so this is 90, it came out in 92. Two, okay. So I watched the summer party around the time it came out on video. And that was the first time I ever saw two women kiss. Ever. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, this is very taboo, you know, because back in 92 it was, you know. But um, so anyways, in the in the movie, uh, Sharon Stone's being questioned because she, she's not the, well, okay, we, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. Because I remember, I think I remember who the killer is in that movie. Yeah, it's it's I, pretty obvious. I think I remember who it is. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those weird twists. And pe people still debate who was really? really the killer. It's like, no, it's obvious. It's it's, it's very obvious. Totally obvious at the end who's the killer. Yeah, and Michael yeah. Du Michael Douglas plays a cop uh who is yep. you know, questioning her and he falls in love with her and mm -hmm. whatever. Um it's it's more lust. Yeah, it's more like yeah. sexual thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. But basically, um she's she's in the interrogation room and she's not wearing underwear. And uh, they ask her a question, and it's actually uh, uh, what's his name Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that movie. that's right. Yep. And that role, this role, got Wayne Knight the role yep. of Dennis Nidri on Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's so just good. ties in. Mm -hmm. Yep, he he was like the ultimate like '90s like actor at that time. He, he was a him and Oliver Platt. Well, yeah. From from ninety to ninety five, it was Wayne Knight. From ninety five to like ninety nine, it was Oliver Platt. They were like the token supporting, like overweight, bumbling buffoons of yeah. of of those periods. Like if you needed a character to fit that description, you went to them. <laughs> I agree, and they worked well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in the in the sorry, we we went off on tangent there, but. She uncrosses her legs and they all see her her goodies. Yep, she's not wearing underwear. She's not wearing underwear and they're like she, and she claims she was tricked by Paul Verhoeven. Um, because he said like her underwear would like reflect off the light or something. Oh and it would catch which I I, I don't really buy it, but you know, that, whatever. Yeah. It, it's 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 kind of it's kind of hot. I don't know, you know. The guys are like all sweating in the movie. It's it's an it's an iconic scene. It's definitely iconic. And and watch, mm -hmm. and and the movie is like mostly known for that scene, of course. But I, yeah, I I think it's a great movie. Just and aside from pick. that, the ice yeah. pick scene. That's a big mm -hmm. big one too. Yeah, man, I haven't watched that in a long time. I need to watch it. It's lurid. It's lurid as fuck. It's it's it's, it's, it's real good. It, it's, it's just it, yeah. <laughs> it's really it's just like really just unlikable characters. But yeah. that's the point. Yeah, I don't even like Michael Douglas in that one. He's just, oh, no, he's no, he's, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Willie, and Willie's wearing a kilt. Okay, that's mm -hmm. the whole thing there. And I think in the movie, she's wearing like a short dress. Um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Will, Will, you know, they're, they're interrogating Willie, but he, he didn't do it. It's impossible for me to fire a pistol. If you'll check my medical records, you'll see I have a crippling arthritis in my index fingers. Look at them. I got it from Space Invaders in 1977. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty addictive video game. Video game? Do you hold a grudge against Montgomery Burns? No. All right, maybe I did, but I didn't shoot him. Checks out. Okay, sir, you're free to go. Good, because I got a hot date tonight. A date. Dinner with Fred. Dinner alone. Watching TV alone. All right. I'm going to sit at home and ogle the ladies in the Victoria's Secret catalog. See his catalog. Now, would you unhook this already, please? I don't deserve this kind of shabby treatment. <laughs> Which is my, and I put here, it's one of my favorite scenes of the show ever. Uh, that one and uh, Hello, Mr. Thompson from Cape Fear. Love that scene. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyways, um, Space Invaders. Okay, this is hilarious, Stefan, because, <laughs> you know, this, there's another time. Do you remember the episode with James Woods where he's the Quickie Mart, uh, um, he, he's a replacement for Apu. 
I don't think I remember that one. Oh, the one with the who needs a quickie mark? Is that episode? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he says something like, uh, I'm, I'm off to fight aliens in a distant land. And Marge says, That sounds like a good movie. And he says, Yeah, yeah, movie, right. <laughs> it just reminds me of this scene so much. And I don't know, I think this one was, that was before this one. So it's kind of Probably. total Simpsons humor, you know, total mm-hmm. Simpsons humor. And uh, I also noticed in this episode, everything's so fast. Just boom, boom, boom. Whoops, sorry. Like, Is it boom, just boom, me boom, or boom. The, the animation looks different between this and the part one? Yeah, maybe they kind of like up the animation with it. You know, it's a new season, you know. And they, you know, they had, I mean, well, they, they, they animated it before yeah the first part dropped but you know they certainly this certainly improved the the you know reputation of the show i mean more notoriety yeah so then then we get in that clip i just played then we have mo's lie detector test hilarious yeah gosh i think i had this on my computer i had this clip on my computer because i i just loved it so much it's so funny yeah and then this is so fast too yeah you know i i hated mr burns but i didn't i didn't shoot him and then he just keeps going about his, his personal life. <laughs> I have a hot, I have the hot date. A date, a date. Dinner with friends. Dinner, Dinner with friends. <laughs> All the way down to looking at the women in the Sears catalog. <laughs> Victoria's Secret catalog. Nope. Sears catalog. Sears catalog. That, and that right there is very 90s. Oh my gosh. That's the, what I was going to say. The yeah. Sears catalog back in the day was like a fucking book. Oh my god, I it loved it. Massive. The Sears wish book every Christmas. Oh, mm. My brother and I would like circle everything we wanted from there. The the uh, Toys R Us. Oh my gosh, Christmas. I miss Toys oh, R Us. Oh my god. They're they're bringing it back. I in, have heard um, that. Yeah, is it, it's a go, does it go into Macy's or something? Yeah, it's like a store within a store. Yeah. Um, well, I think they still have the one in, in New York. In the no, in... no, they don't. Oh, they, is that closed down? Nope. Yep. With oh the Ferris wheel. God. Nope. Yep. Gone. Well, then I'm glad I, um, I went. <laughs> I got to go there. Um, okay, so I, I just love that scene. It's so funny. Uh, so, you know, they're like, they have no idea who did this, you know. And, but, you know, I have to say, though, that they are questioning everybody that they need to question. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not missing anything, you know. And why didn't everybody get the lie detector test? That's a good just, question. Oh, yeah. That's a very good question. Yeah. But see, and the thing is, like, I always say, oh, well, he's the dean that's a lie detector test. You cannot use that in court. So it's like, no. I don't even know why they do it. Yeah. You know, I, I think you should be able to use that in court. I really do. I think so I many think people- I think it should carry some weight, but not not full. Because not, it's like a body chemistry kind of thing. Yeah, and if you, if you know the tricks or if you yeah. genuinely believe your lies- you That's true. Your, There's your some crazy rate. people yeah. out there that do believe their lies. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so um, Marge realizes that the gun from the cigar box is gone. I forgot to mention that the gun that Grandpa had was in a in a cigar box. Yep. And so, wow, the gun the gun's gone. What happened to the gun? Hmm. And did did you notice at the scene at the table, Grandpa poured orange juice on his cereal? No. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh But but that was funny. That one I I didn't clip it, but that one where he's like oh here's my baby or something and March is like you're talking to me and he goes yeah she goes Ugh. <laughs> that was funny okay so then okay of course then we get the famous Twin Peaks scene you know I'm gonna have a lot to say about this mm-hmm. so there's the clip we're still not close boy this is gonna be an all-night brain buster yep better drink some coffee oh, we're out of coffee ah well I'll just drink this warm cream Ha, ha, ha. 
I had an idea, Chief. Why don't we check out that suit Burns was wearing when he got shot? Did you have the same backwards talking dream with the flaming cards? I'll drive. Okay, so <laughs> uh, this is obviously from Twin Peaks. It's, I don't remember what episode. It might be episode three of the first season. And, you know- and this, uh, this, is one, this is one of these things, yeah. If you, if you have never even seen yeah. one episode of Twin Peaks, you will know this scene though. Right, that's true. And I'm not gonna give any spoilers here. But um, basically, Agent Cooper is sent to Twin Peaks to find out who the killer of Laura Palmer is. And, you know, he, he's trying to figure it out. He's doing all these weird things, you know. And, you know, like, he, he basically, like, uh, <laughs> he puts bottles out and he says, okay, if I shoot this one, then we're going to go to the peas and we're going to check the peas out. You know, the ones that, with the you know name with P. Mm-hmm. He does weird things like that. And he also is, like, really into, like, um, Buddhism and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I just remember that about him. Um, so in this clip, uh, Lisa, let's see, what should, what should I talk about? Let's talk about Lisa first. So Lisa is saying, hey, you missed a clue here. And she comes out and she kind of like, kind of like hopping, kind of like a, um, like a minotaur, mm-hmm. kind of like a minotaur. There's no minotaurs in Twin Peaks, but and in the in Twin Peaks, there's a, a guy uh, who's whose uh, name is the man from another world or something. The man from another yeah. place, mm-hmm. another place. And it's this little, I don't know what the correct term is, little person. Can't say midget anymore. Little person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah little person. And he talks backwards. And, you know, in Cooper is having, it's a dream, obviously. It's a dream. And the guy basically is giving him clues in the dream. Just like Lisa's giving Wiggum clues in her and his dream. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, look at Burns' suit. Look at Burns' suit. And there's like the fire, the card is like on fire that she shows him. Mm-hmm. And the room that they're in looks exactly like the room. It's like a red room with like the brick, uh, or not brick, uh, the checkered floor. The checkered floor. Yeah, yeah, it's all from Twin Peaks. And uh in the Twin Peaks episode, uh, he finds out who the killer is. Laura is actually in the dream. And she whispers who the killer is to him. And we don't find out for like a very long time. But, uh, and then when, when Wiggum wakes up uh, and he, you see his hair, his hair, uh, he has like a cowlick, but it's like his hair is like sticking straight up. Kind of like it when something about Mary, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like yeah. that one. So that's, that's from Twin Peaks too. The uh, Kyle McLaughlin wakes up from his dream and he, his hair is sticking straight up. And mm. the weird thing about, about the Twin Peaks episode is that they ask him, well, who killed her? And he says, I don't remember. And that just keeps the show going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, I just love that, that homage to it. And there's another homage to it, but uh, in, in, a pre, in, a, uh, in another episode where uh, Bart is, or Homer, Homer's watching an episode of Twin Peaks. I think it's the episode where uh, Bart is uh, getting ready for school, uh, for his like, first day of school. Mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember what happens in that one, but you know which one I'm talking about, and it's playing Don't Worry, Be Happy in the background. Uh, it's that same so. episode, and Homer is watching Twin Peaks, and there's a horse dancing with the tall man from Twin Peaks, and it's just hilarious, and there's like a traffic light hanging from his tree. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Anyways, those are my two Twin Peaks references there. Um, okay, moving on. So basically, in uh, in the dream, Lisa says, oh, and, and we, of course, we have to talk about that, that scene. Did you have a dream about the talking cards or the flaming cards, too? I'll drive. <laughs> I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, so the police, so Lisa, he, he, she tells them that, um, hey, look at his suit. You know, there's evidence on a suit. They go and they look at his suit and they find DNA. They find like a, a hair, like a, a strand of hair. Mm-hmm. and they check this is funny they go to uh the scientists and have the dna checked and they're like we need this checked right now and the guy's like oh no no that takes like six weeks and back then it did take six weeks right yeah it was, it took forever this is before maury you know when he had like a dna test like on every show and then the next day you know he'd be like okay i got your results here uh so if, i think he gives him cig- cigars we're gonna give him cigars. cigarettes yeah, cigarettes. Might have been cigars. It, it was something like that. So he's like, oh, I mean, I can go right now. So the Simpson family bloodline is a match. <gasps> Gasp. <Yeah. laughs> I remember when I first watched this, I was like, oh, shoot. Um, then Burns wakes up 
and he shouts Homer Simpson just randomly over and over in different tones yeah it just randomly yeah. and it's funny because he never knew his name until now right you know he never yeah exactly um so in clip seven that's where homer gets arrested um and like they like that's like the swat team like runs to his house <laughs> like it was this big old deal you know big deal and then he like uh, randomly like breaks the lamp even though yeah. he doesn't have to <laughs> it's a, such, such a you know police thing I mean, yeah, you're right that's so funny yeah uh, so then we get this is a funny scene too for some reason they put over they put homer in the paddy wagon you know they arrest him they go to uh <laughs> crusty burger and they drive it drive through like, I, I have in my notes Stopping at the drive-thru while transporting a suspected murderer is very on-brand of Chief Wiggle. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So Homer's in, the back. Homer's in the back of the car. He's handcuffed. Uh, he, I think he's handcuffed on his legs, too. Yes. He's shackled. And they go and uh, they order their food. And, and Wiggum's like, oh, man, this isn't going to fit. It's like, oh, I'll just drive up on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> So then the car like tips over. Because he tries to reach over to get the food. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, oh, gosh. Is it Lou? The other guy, Lou? Yeah. He says, uh, oh, don't drop the food, chief. <laughs> <laughs> How about don't lose your uh, prisoner? Right. So Homer. Uh, okay. So I'm trying to think what happens here. So the the car, cra- the, the paddy wagon crashes. And then Homer. And uh, somehow like when it tipped out, when, when the van, the the police transport tipped over. Yeah. The, the back door opened somehow. And is it Jasper behind him? Yeah. Jasper's behind him and he, he you know, he slams on the, the gas and crashes into the car. And Homer, Homer does like this little like walk because he can't, he can't really walk with his feet. <laughs> Love it. He's like, Ooh. Yeah. So this is from The Fugitive. Have you seen The Fugitive? I, a long time ago. Oh, God. What a great movie. My, my sister used to obsess over the, the one-armed man yeah. in that movie. She was like, his, he was so freaky looking. His nose was massive. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you anti-Semite. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only, I remember that. So whenever I saw that guy, I would think like, oh, that massive nose. I'm like, yeah. I've seen it pretty here, recently, okay. so I remember the references and I kind of looked on Wikipedia. There's a couple different references to the Fugitive. This is one of them. So in the fugitive, mm. I think he's like on a bus. Uh, yeah. He's on a bus to be transported to the prison, because he he basically gets convicted of killing his wife. Right. He didn't do it, but you know, and mm-hmm. a train crashes into the bus mm-hmm. and kills everybody on board except him. Mm-hmm. And he basically has to uh, get out of there without being noticed. So he's on the run, and. Uh, and he, you know, does what Homer does later. He sneaks into the hospital. I don't remember why he sneaks into the hospital, though. I haven't watched it in a while. But he basically has to disguise himself. So he grows mm-hmm. a beard, you know, and kind of like in that picture with Homer, like where, uh, you know, the, his, his mugshot. His mugshot in, uh, in The Fugitive kind of looks like that. He's like got a beard because they've already spotted him. You know, they already mm-hmm. know that this is what he looks like. Uh, not a mugshot, but a, um, a just a picture, like a, a picture yeah, with a, a, a Hague in '88. I had to yeah. look this up. Did you Did you look it up? Yes. Okay. Uh, he he was the. Um, uh, oh God, I'll I'll look it up right. Yeah, I forgot what position he was. Um, reference to Alexander Hague's unsuccessful running for the 1988 Republican. Uh, oh okay presidential nominee oh um, okay he was the united states secretary of state from under very briefly under the reagan the start of the reagan administration okay and the chief of staff under nixon and ford vice chief staff of the army at, uh, before that yeah so he bounced around it's kind of funny that he's wearing a shirt that says that it's so random I just, um then we had a scene where dr nick hey everybody comes in to check mm-hmm. on Mr. Burns, and Mr. Burns keeps repeating, oh, Mer, Simpson. Simpson. Oh, Mer, Simpson. <laughs> and he's like, okay, this is kind of strange. <laughs> and then uh, then we have a scene with Marge and Lisa. This was kind of funny. They talk about how the DNA could have come from any of the fa- family members, and Lisa says something like, they have Simpson DNA, which brings me to OJ. 
and it's not referenced it's it's not in the references but it just reminds me because this is when oj's trial was going on mm -hmm. and yeah. they always talked about dna S simpson dna simpson dna you know right and i just thought that was kind of funny um also uh the other episode where they they kind of uh, make fun of oj is the one where homer gets accused of sexual abusing that girl yeah, because he peeled the gummy. The, yeah, the, the, the gummy penis <laughs> to Milo. And yeah. uh, they keep saying, oh, we're we're alive at the Simpson estate. That was OJ, too. Right. And there's a lot of OJ references in the show. And then Marge says, oh, I'm a Simpson, too. And Lisa's like, no, you're a Bouvier or whatever. And Marge is like, no, no, no. When I married your husband, I took the, I took the, everything with it, including DNA. And Marge obviously <laughs> doesn't know what DNA is. <laughs> And Lisa's like, whatever, mom. Yeah, she's like, okay, mom. <laughs> That's, I love how Lisa's smarter than everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, bless your heart. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course Lisa gives another clue. This could have come from any of our family members. Mm -hmm. You know, it could have been Grandpa Simpson. It could have been Bart. It could have, you know, Homer or yeah. or Maggie. Maggie, mm -hmm. yeah. So I, I have in my notes. Good point, Lisa. Because uh, yeah. like I wasn't expecting this ending. I, I know I, I definitely wasn't. Okay. So Lisa goes to the, to the uh, library for some reason. Is it the library? What does she do at the very end when she's trying to clear Homer's name? She goes to the, the, the scene of the crime. The scene of the, the crime. City yes. hall, the city hall. Yes. Yeah. Attention all units, Homer Simpson has been cited. Proceeded once to Marvin Monroe Memorial Hospital. Be careful when we capture him. We cannot claim the reward unless we have 51% of the carcass. Stop oh, telling him it was me! Oh, I'll Simpson. kill you for what? saying oh, it was me! Go right. on. What? Who is the God. meaning of this? Smithers, who is this beast that's shaking me? Say no! it burns! Say I never shot you! Before. Shot? <laughs> By you, I'm afraid not, my primitive friend. Your kind is neither the cranial capacity nor the opposable digits to operate a firearm. The one who shot me was... Ah, 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 Maggie Simpson! And how would, um, how did Homer know to go there? Like, how did he yeah. know that's where, you know, he would be? Yeah. But... Oh, well, well, they said they transferred him to a better, the better hospital. So he knew he was at that, yeah. Okay, he did know he was at the house. Okay, yeah. Oh, God. Well, he's, it's probably on the news. Yeah, yeah, because on the new uh, Kent, like, reported yeah. that at the beginning. Yep, so, yeah. But that's okay, yeah. Which is funny because... That's how we knew. Yeah, which is funny because if he's been shot, why would they publicly announce where he's going to be? Right. <laughs> it's like the Godfather, right? Like, <laughs> don't tell them what hospital he's in. Okay, so um, that's where so that's where it starts. And then um, it goes all the way up and Homer, or sorry, uh, Byrne says, Maggie, it was Maggie Simpson. Maggie Simpson. And now let's talk about the contest winner. Okay. So we have some interesting yep. information, but it's okay. Um, so I have a couple different things. Um, I have a Wikipedia article, but I also have a statement. Let me get it here from the create the producers of the show. So let me read the statement. Um, so basically, let's just kind of uh, summarize it for everybody. There was nobody who guessed the answer correctly. Okay, no. of everybody on, on the on the one eight hundred collect. Right, 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 right. The official did, contest. Did have, yeah. Did they have like a? Well, I mean, there was no internet back then, really. So did they have like a call in where you would just say who who you? Yeah, if you dialed one eight hundred collect, you'd be eligible, and then you'd guess who the culprit was. Um, and there was uh, there, there was a website dedicated to it called Springfield.com, but that wasn't like officially the contest. Okay, because what I have here is totally, totally, uh, there was no winner that uh, guessed it correctly, okay? Mm -hmm. So they had to randomly select somebody from a group of entries, and that person was named Fela Gibson, and she didn't even watch the show. So I was like, well, why did she enter the contest if she didn't watch the show? This explains it, okay? And this is from the two producers of The Simpsons, um, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. They're not producers anymore. This is a long time ago. 
So this is from them. You had to use 1-800-COLLECT and submit your name and the name of the person you were calling. Then a pool of eligible people was selected and it was about 200 people and they were called by MCI. <laughs> Remember MCI? <laughs> yep. Plus you, and it's all in capital, had to be home during the broadcast and the person you called during the summer also had to be home during the broadcast. And not one of the people who they called had the right answer. So somebody was picked randomly from among those eligible, and it was some lady in Washington, D.C. who didn't watch the show. She opted for the cash prize instead of being animated. The end. <laughs> He's like, that's all there is to it. Boo is all I got to Boo yeah. earns is all I got to say to that. Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. Now, okay, if you're not a fan of The Simpsons, but you are offered, hey, do you want to be animated in our show? Would you pick the cash or would you pick the animation? Cash. Well, d d depends how much cash it is. Okay, well, here's my question, though. Look how popular Simpsons is. Would she get royalties? If credited, yeah. If, if, if she had a voice in it, right? It's only if you have a voice in the show. Like if you Yeah, if, if you have a voice and you are credited. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So yeah, I know, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's always, it's always like royalties and residuals are always really, but yeah, yeah I mean, maybe... Yeah, if, if credited, yeah, she would get royalties. But yeah, it's interesting, you know, how much, well, you know, like they never could have anticipated that, you know. Yeah. Royalties and residuals are always odd. Like I've heard, I've heard everywhere, but like the, the cast of Friends, mm -hmm. they each still earn $20 million a year Jeez. between with royalties and residuals. And then like uh, Bob Saget up until when he died was earning like 2000 a year with yeah. full house residuals i thought he'd get more two thousand that was it a 2, year two hundred thousand no two thousand a year which seems that's like it? A, you'd get more oh my god that's nothing yeah. mm -hmm. damn um and also if um you know friends they have a huge merchandise now they didn't have that before they have like all the stuff at walmart like all the pajamas and the slippers yep. and blah, 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 blah. kitchen stuff you know Mm -hmm. I'm not a Friends fan, but my friend is, no. and um, there's all kinds oh, of there. someone. Uh, I'm googling uh, Thayla Gibson. Oh yeah, and on Reddit, she didn't even guess the correct answer. And you, you know that you know this Simpsons line. For privacy's sake, let's call her Thayla G. No, <laughs> that's too obvious. Let's say F Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Only true Simpsons fan would know that one. Yep. That was pretty funny. Um, so uh, then uh, Stefan and I found some more information, um, and we both kind of compared our notes here. Mm -hmm. there, on the night of the, the Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1, there was a news group, I don't know where, maybe CompuServe or whatever was around back then, Prodigy. <laughs> it was, it was a, uh, and an uh, online yeah an online forum and they this was announced by bill oakley and josh weinstein on the dvd commentary for yes, the episode that's what i meant to say so mm -hmm. um so basically there was somebody who commented or put a post or something and said maggie simpson is a shooter and apparently he couldn't whoever it was couldn't enter the contest they um they hadn't they were, had a contest yet, maybe? They hadn't announced a contest yet? They were unable to contact them until after the contest. Oh, that's concluded. what it was. Yep. Right. Yeah. They were never able to contact this person. This person it might still be alive. I don't know. They're, they're still out there. So somebody really did guess the right answer. But yep. we never... And it's kind of a, it's kind of sad that we never had a winner. Like, we never had anybody animated. I thought that was pretty cool. No. You know? Yeah. I wonder how much well, this, this person, this person, I don't think would have been animated. This was for, uh, to give them a special gift, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't think this was an official contest. This is just an online, an online forum. Maybe. Oh, you yeah. mean the one that, you mean the, the college kid that guessed? Well, whoever was in the online chat room. Yeah, it was, a, it, in, it was a call. It was from a college email account. Oh, well, yeah, they, they were anonymous, but... Yeah, um, yeah, they were anonymous. And they were not able to con... Yeah, so, like, it says they were... Okay, so, it was... Okay, I'm, I'm going to go to, like, the actual article here. Okay. Oh, it, oh, there's no article. It's just the citation. Okay. 
for the um okay yeah all it says here so okay i'll read it word for word on the dvd commentary bill oakley and josh weinstein remarked that they knew of only one person who had correctly guessed Maggie was the shooter based on the several clues in the episode. The individual had made a post on an online forum and the writers wanted to give them a special gift, but due to the contest regulations, Oakley and Weinstein were unable to contact them until after the contest had concluded. By that... By that time, Oakley was unable to find the anonymous poster, and on the DVD commentary, Oakley was still searching for the individual to give them a prize. Jeez, that and that DVD came out like in two thousand four or something, or I don't know when did that come out. Yeah, two thousand three. I don't know. Uh, season six. That came, or season seven. Um, when did that come out? It was like two thousand. I can look it up now. I uh, bought them all. <laughs> DVD. 2005 2005 yep um i actually remember watching the commentary i love watching commentaries on dvds love them you mean listening listening did i say watching yeah <laughs> listening sometimes they have people that are like right there on the screen yeah <laughs> yeah like the, the goonies had that yeah oh yeah yeah uh, I, I think it's sad that they didn't have anybody i mean what, what are they in 20 what are they in 30 now 34 <gasps> oh my god i cannot believe that show's been on that long right that's crazy the last time i watched like a new episode i wasn't impressed it was a lot of like kind of like modern jokes and uh-huh. kind of like family guy right family guy can pull it off simpsons can't i don't know i just i don't think it can i don't know mm-hmm. I, you know i have to give it another chance you know go and watch it on disney plus because they have them all go watch right. i do remember a really uh, good episode where they, they do not have it all they don't have the Michael Jackson episode. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? No. Yeah. yeah. They, oh. they don't. And they, yeah, they removed it with that, you know, the, the Neverland HBO mm-hmm. bullshit documentary on. Oh, good Lord. Oh, so you agree he's innocent? I do. Okay. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's a whole other topic, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's innocent. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the podcast so um so how did maggie shoot mr burns and i have that clip here with the sun blocker in place in the town aghast i was on top of the world so i wanted to kick up my heels and indulge my sweet tooth i feel like celebrating oh it's you what are you so happy about <gasps> i see yes that's the one Smithers had thwarted my earlier attempt to take candy from a baby, but with him out of the picture, I was free to wallow in my own crapulence. Well, I think you'd better drop it. But the old axiom was misleading. Taking the candy proved exceedingly difficult. I said drop it. Stricken. I lurched forth in search of aid, but finding only slack-jawed gawkers, I gave up and collapsed on the sundial. Then, with your last ounce of strength, you pointed to W and S, or, from your point of view, M and S, Maggie Simpson. What? No! With my last ounce of strength, I sucked out my cold feelings and swallowed them. Those paramedics have sticky fingers. Well, I'm just relieved that Homer's safe and that you've recovered and we can all get back to normal. If Maggie could talk, I'm sure she'd apologize for shooting you. I'm afraid that's insufficient. Officer, arrest the baby. <laughs> yeah, right, Pops. No jury in the world's going to convict a baby. Maybe Texas. Besides, she didn't mean it. It was an accident. a baby shoot him i mean seriously like in the in the clip it shows maggie holding up a lollipop and you know smither or sorry burns is like oh it's like taking candy from baby and um oh what are you so happy about you know and what well, i'm trying to think what he had the gun in his pocket he had or, or, sorry in his holster yeah he had the gun well, in his holster yeah it uh in the struggle it fell out yeah, he was he was trying to steal the lollipop from her. And because he's, you know, a decrepit old man, he yeah, he's like stealing candy from a baby, which is a big clue from the first episode. Yeah. Big clue. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what this college kid figured out. I don't know. 
but um, basically his gun falls out of his holster and drops onto the seat and then into Maggie's hands and then it goes off. Right. And it's just like, what? That should, okay, maybe it should have been more obvious Yeah. Maggie was, because remember, uh, Marge left Maggie in the car yeah, in, in the parking lot of this of the city hall, where she was like, "That's odd." Where's Homer, Bart, Lisa? Lisa. Yeah, where where is everybody? And then she walked away, and we saw Burns walk in the direction of the parking lot. And oh, see, I didn't. I, didn't hear there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, ninety five. You know, this was not available at your fingertips. Yeah, you couldn't rewind digitally, and you know, free. Yeah, this, you know. None of that existed back then. If you if you taped it, that was all you could do. I miss that world. I really do. I miss like the um, the unknown. You know. Yeah, the whole the concept of limited media. You yeah. Know, like how you could go to the video store, and even if they had a copy, it might be out. Yeah. You know, and you were just shit out of luck. Yep. You know, whereas now it's like you can go to, you know, if you're willing to pay, you can find almost anything. Do you remember? When movies would come out, I'll have to edit this, but like movies would come out in theaters and then a year later it would be on video. Oh, like six months. Yeah. Even that, I mean, now you get it like the same day. It's so crazy. Yeah. Or they would be, yeah, like, you know, yeah, and like, yeah, like, yeah, how you like Jurassic Park came out in the summer in 93. Mm-hmm. And I think it didn't come out on video yet till like 94. I know when it came out because. My dad bought it for us. It was it was the same day that Nightmare Before Christmas came out. It was uh, right before Halloween, mm. ninety three. Oh, I wonder, it could have been ninety four though. I think it was ninety four. It could have been okay. Yeah, yeah. That movie was in theaters forever though. That's true. Didn't it, it was nominated for a whole bunch of Oscars, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah Back then, movies movie stayed in theaters forever. Well, it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah. That you can't get better than Jurassic Park. I I love Steven Spielberg. Okay, so um, <laughs> back to the podcast here. So yeah, so it's kind of a silly ending of you know how Maggie shot Mr. Burns, but mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because like they kind of pulled one over on us, didn't they? Yeah. You know, we all thought it was Waylon or it was uh, it could have been Skinner. They could have had a major character be be the the shooter. Okay, so final thoughts. Um, were you like kind of disappointed in the ending? Like, who did you think it was? Who did you think the shooter was? I don't remember. Um, yeah. Yeah, you were little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I first saw this episode when I was probably about 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, and I remember because it was like, we watched it and then like they had the weekend. So we had to wait the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor assholes who had to wait the whole summer. when you're. In- so then it ends, you know, with... Um, Oh, uh, so Maggie, where he's like, you know, Maggie would apologize. Oh, that was, I and forgot then, about know, that part. she looks and like- Arrest the it, baby. Yep, and so did she really do it on purpose? You know, we'll never know. And it's funny because they've referenced Maggie being kind of violent before. Do you remember <laughs> when uh, she she uh, hit Homer with a hammer? I think so. It, it was the cartoon violence episode. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it was like the psycho parody. That was so funny. But no, Maggie, Maggie is so funny. She has like these hidden secrets, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you always find things out about her. Like she's really like, funny for a character that doesn't talk. I love she's my favorite character. I love her. Mm. <laughs> uh anyways, that is one of the classic episodes, in my opinion. That's a good And the uh last thing, the sorry, the the angry mob mm-hmm. was um uh I, I have in here it would be greatly dwarfed by the angry mob in the simpsons movie oh my gosh which was so to see that on the big screen was just so cool like it was like every simpsons character ever that was very one of them did yeah yeah i love that line where they're like 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 please don't take grandpa i'm part of the mob i'm part of the mob oh my gosh Oh, that was such a great, I haven't watched that in a while. I might have to cover that one because it is actually a TV show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I usually don't do movies because they, they're they're long, but it is a TV right. show. And that would be one I'd probably do. But no, I definitely, um, uh, for my viewers and my listeners here, I think I'm going to be doing another, a Family Guy episode. I, I do want to do the Simpsons, uh, Homer at the Bat, but I've done two Simpsons in a row now. 
Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to switch it up a little. Okay, well, um, Stefan, go ahead and tell us about your podcast again. Yeah, you can find me on uh, the Fighting Films podcast. It's uh, it's since ceased operations, but we're still on every major podcast network. Uh, you can feel free to listen to that. We cover, we do cover, uh, as I mentioned on uh, this episode, and I think the last one too, Basic Instinct versus Showgirls. I got to listen to that one. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess, you know, frequently on Alyssa's podcast, I love it. Uh, you can find me on the Married with Children podcast mm-hmm. as well for several guest spots on seasons uh, uh, 10 and 11, this one. And yeah, yeah it's going to be wrapping up soon. Yeah, I think my episode is coming up in a few weeks, the one I did, Grime and Punishment. I think that, I think uh, Luigi said it's coming up like in September, like the second week of September or something. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, thank you for being my guest and you'll be my guest Always. again very soon here. Um, I'm going to try to get you guys a podcast soon. I'm going on a vacation, so I probably won't get to it till after that. I'm going up to the Pacific Northwest to kind of have a little breather and then I'll be back and I will be podcasting again. Oh,